2: All right, guys, this episode is sponsored by HerdApp Marketings. Now, you've heard us talk about the HerdApp Media team and all the reasons we chose to work with them and how far the Hollywood Raw podcast has come in the last few months with much more in the pipeline that we're very excited about. But at Media is only one part of the HerdApp organization.
0: Let us say one of the reasons we chose HerdApp, it was their reputation as one of the premier search engine optimization agencies out there. Search optimization, uh, for those of you who don't know, is the practice of optimizing your uh, website, podcast, YouTube views, or anything else to be found as high as possible in the Google search results. Herd at Marketing serves the marketing needs of companies of all sizes from mom and pop shops to S&P 500 corporations. They work with nearly 3,000 business locations in 43 states, and this was the tipping point in the decision for the Hollywood Raw
2: so we knew that growing hollywood raw meant partnering with a media company that also had a full marketing arm and that's what heard at marketing brings to the table so heard at marketing is not just seo they are a full service marketing agency with literally every service under one roof there is nothing outsourced to partners like a lot of the other big agencies do and we mean everything social media marketing web design content marketing video production branding creative seo sem local seo all the SC whatevers they have the team in-house to meet your needs and ours.
0: Yeah, that's why you see our TikTok blowing up. Uh, we are getting ready to launch a whole new website, and they are the power behind the news stories that we found on our website. They literally do it all for us. And. They can do the same for you. So, if you have a company that needs more customers or know somebody who needs new customers, you know by now that the internet is where you're going to find them. And at Marketing is the company that will get you found more often than your competition. Online at HeardatMarketing.com. That's H U R R D A T marketing.com. Or give them a call at 877 662 4443. Hey,
3: everybody. This is Mark from the Paparazzi Podcast. This is Jedi
1: yep and we're real life paparazzi photographers here in los angeles listen to us on the hollywood raw podcast and we're going to tell some amazing stories from right here in la and you're going to find out who crawled on their arms and knees to steal all of mark's gear you will not know who it is and you will not believe it
2: she is a big star people it's crazy what up buddy what up dude wow that was a lot of energy upside i don't know where that came from
0: I know. How you doing,
2: man? <laughs> I'm good. How about
0: you? I'm good. I'm good. We got a good one today. We have uh the boys from the paparazzi podcast. It's always good to hear some paparazzi stories. I love what I uh, love.
2: My my favorite things are paparazzi stories because those are those are the people that are seeing the celebs on like a normal basis. They're seeing them when they're grocery shopping, they're seeing them when they're parking their cars. I don't know. I, I like and I, I think my favorite part is I like to hear who's nice and who's not yeah because if you're not nice to the random folks on the street you're probably not a good person
0: yeah but you know what's so funny like i see on instagram and social media all the time you see some guy they they call themselves an entertainment reporter and they wear a nice little tailored suit that they got from h&m and it's really just a piece of shit outfit but it looks good who are you
2: talking about me again
0: no (laughs) (laughs) no but it's Here's the thing is like you have these people that play entertainment reporter on TV, but these people are the people that are actually the entertainment reporters. They're the actual ones doing the hard work and the ones who are breaking. Well, not the stories. all of them,
2: Adam. Not everyone is you, bro. Like there's a lot of paps out there that don't ask questions, that don't talk to celebs, that don't try to do the work. You're an exception. There's a very small group of people that do what you do out there.
0: But you know what? A lot of these photographers, they're the first one on the scene when shit goes down. So well, like, that's
2: true. You know, they're that's documentarians. So, so
0: exactly what it is. So they're there. They were like the first ones to experience it. Then you see someone on TV like talking about them. like, no, these are the people that actually like doing the journalism side. The other people just reporting. They're just saying, hey, what we heard is this, this, this. It's it's but that's what makes them interesting. They know what it was like there when they're covering Britney Spears during her meltdown. You know, mm-hmm. they know what it's like when a celebrity goes crazy you know what it was like being there when uh you know such there's just a celebrity fight it's just they were there so it's these kinda- guys
2: these guys so it's going to be mark and jedi who's coming on they they've been in this paparazzi world for a very long time like they were the ones doing all the setups with Spencer and <laughs> Heidi. And, you know, they, they've been taking photos for a gazillion years. I bought a lot of these photos while I was at TMZ. So I think that they're going to have some fantastic stories. Um, I do want to obviously shift gears here real fast. Uh, you know, we always say it. Please leave us a review on iTunes. It is the kindest, best thing you can do for us. You just go to our iTunes page, scroll down, and then you can leave a review. Five stars. You know, tell me my hair looks like shit, but give us five stars. That's all I ask for. Um, And you can be a part of our show. And in that point, we'll read your comments out loud. It's it's what we do to say. Thank you. Is that I mean, is there a a better way? I don't think so. Oh, we got one. uh, Got one here. All right. This one comes from baseball 201 fun. I love this podcast. The hosts have great time, have a great time. And they have some awesome interviews. Yeah, we fucking do
0: yeah we do just like that leave a review (laughs) and we'll uh read it live on air it's the best thing to do to support this podcast we got some really cool things coming up in the next few weeks some pretty and can you explain we haven't
2: can you explain how to do this celeb uh fan question roulette we haven't done it in a while and i feel like um i i've dropped the ball on actually playing them but we need to get more questions in because i think that is one of the best things
0: yeah, we do a fan chat roulette. So this is what you do, right? You have a question. Film yourself asking a question and DM it to us on Instagram. You know, the Hollywood Roll Instagram. DM the video of you asking the question. We'll take that video and we'll play that video for the celebrity. Now, you don't know who the celebrity is. And that's the fun part. So you can ask a random question say, what's the role they wish they got? What's your biggest regret in the business? Has there ever been a casting couch moment? Has Harvey Weinstein ever tried touching you? Whatever it is.
2: And, and ask the other the weird fun question is. We don't listen to them before.
0: We don't. And we take those videos. We take those questions. We play for a celebrity. And this improv kind of guerrilla style question where you don't know who the person is. They don't know who you are. And you're asking a question. And that's the fun part. And we play it live on air. Um, So it's just a really fun part for you guys to be a part of this show. And this show is a very cool show called the Hollywood Raw Podcast. If you're a first time listener, thank you for listening. Dax, what can people expect from this podcast?
2: Wow, well, they can expect a lot. So our guests today are two veteran celebrity journalists, photographers, a.k.a. paparazzos, who cover the biggest stories in Hollywood, break the biggest news, and are one of the first ones on the scene. They're also the guys behind the paparazzi podcast, which is paparazzi podcast covering everything you want to know about that world. So Mark Jedi, welcome to the podcast.
0: Let's get right into it. So you guys are both photographers, correct?
1: Yep. That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So right now, get right into it. Your biggest shot yet. What's the well, biggest well, how shot? how about we do a little now?
2: intro, some backstory for people? You know, we've got Mark and Jedi here, two well-known paparazzi out here in L.A. We actually connected because of the Spencer Pratt interview, and I think <laughs> that is, is is a big Like, listen, we love Spencer. We loved having him on. He talks a big game, talks about everything, very honest and open, and that's one of our favorite things. But what is your guys' connection just for the general public to be like, you know, what was your connection with Spidey, Spidey, Heidi and Spencer over the years?
3: Well, Spidey, yeah. I mean, it was Spidey the whole time. But, yeah, um, we were the original photographers. Um, Actually, I connected with Spencer before I was even with PCN. Uh, I was kind of on a uh, figuring out the business. I was in the business for just a few months, and I – you know, signed to a contract, or you know, just did a little uh, kind of preliminary ride along. Uh, Let's see what you could do out there, um, type of thing, and uh, realized what the other guys were making in that time, and left PCN to just go, you know, try and do some other things. Uh, PC- try some other-
2: PCN is a f- big paparazzi photo agency. That's
3: what PCN <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were one. Of, they were one of the big ones at the time, and uh, there was Flynet. There was uh, uh, a few other splash at the time. And, um, I, you know, I, I, just left cause I, I wasn't making the money that they were. Um, and I was gone for a little bit, but then I ended up meeting Spencer and, um, doing a couple of setups with the other agency. And then when I came back to PCN, uh, I had a good relationship with Heidi and Spencer. And so they came back kind of with me. Uh, that's where they met James Elliott Uh, and, um, and we all went from there, you know, it was awesome
1: yeah, they were they were great fun. the 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 shoots that like Spencer was talking about with you guys as well, they were hilarious to be a part of. like <laughs> one mean,
2: we, we loved them,
1: yeah. one memory that comes uh, comes back to me is you remember Heidi had a music career for a hot second. Yeah, sure. Um we did a shoot outside. It was in the just the, in the back alley of somewhere behind Melrose. and it was the 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 premise of the shoot was her record has failed. And she's really upset. And so their assistant <laughs> is uh, like dropping eye drops into Heidi's eyes to make it look like she's crying. And Spencer's there going more visine, more visine. We need more tears. We need more tears. And I'm just cracking up. Just, you know, it's every uh, every click of the camera is ching, 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 ching. Basically, it was it was it was good money back in those days with those guys. So was my- that
0: his idea or was that her idea, like, or your guys' idea, like, hey, let's do it. Was he the one, like, kind of pushing it and saying, "No, we." Gotta, I think
1: it, it was it was James Elliott's idea to do that that shoot, but it was it was Spencer then that was pushing the the eye drops to make it look that she was even more upset than she was.
2: <laughs> I, I love I loved the the campiness of the whole thing. I would say my favorite photo shoot that goes down with them is the one where they were on the boat in the marina and they were recreating Titanic.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was that that, that that was me. By the way, that was Valentine's Day, um, and uh, and that, yeah, that was a that was a fun day. Uh, I, I remember the the price of that boat to rent that boat was just astronomical, and I couldn't believe that we were paying to uh, to, to rent that boat for as long as we did for that shoot. But I also remember uh, rushing to the nearest uh, or to find the nearest flower shop that would give us enough roses and it was valentine's day i think it was on valentine's day or right before valentine's day and i i, I was running all over the place trying to find flowers for that shoot which was crazy
1: but like n- no budget was too much for heidi and spencer either because they would they were printing money for us yep. basically back in those days yeah i love it it's so funny how much were
0: you making that much money with them like was it worth your time to keep shooting them because at the time i guess oh yeah it was it
3: was a competition of of a few photographers that would do it of who would get the the next cover you know who would get who who's the one who was going to get the shot to get the next cover so we would we would just think of the most extravagant thing but something that you would see on the cover and it would it would just be and we had awards at the end of the year that we would give to the photographer the agency would give the awards to the
2: photographers that that came up with the best one or who got the the cover it was hilarious I think the wild thing is to realize, like, their photos were going for more than some of, like, the big A-list stars at the time. Like, that to me is what blows my mind. How much hatred and people would just love to talk crap (laughs) on them, but yet them on the cover of a magazine was selling magazines. Like, like, them beating the cover of Brad and Angelina. That to me is wild.
1: It's (laughs) madness. Absolute madness. It really is. People love to hate them. And, like, they couldn't. Any publicity was good publicity for them.
2: Yeah,
3: and if you didn't, it, you know, if they hadn't been in a, if they hadn't had a sale or anything in a while, it was like, okay, all hands on deck. What are we doing? How are we going to go, going to top the last one? And how are we going to get them back on the cover again?
2: You know. So, so Spencer said that he he believes he made over a million dollars in setup photos. Do you think that number was pretty accurate? It was.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Easy.
1: Easy.
2: Yes.
3: Wow. For sure. I mean, I, us as photographers. I mean, me personally. Uh, I would say I was on over seventy percent of what what they were uh, what they were shooting um, and traveling with them, and you know I was doing a good living at the time. You know I was doing a good six figures, uh, and 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 living great. Honestly, my wife loved it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, yeah. Adam, get back into your original what questions. Actually, I'm sorry, who, I just wanted to set up who they were and all that kind of yeah.
0: stuff. So we talked about Spencer and Heidi. Who is the new Spencer and Heidi for you guys? Who's the one that kind of took in that role or kind of is kind of going that sort of same direction?
3: Um, I mean, nobody is is them, honestly. Like, nobody's them. Everybody's kind of picked up on doing uh, setups or or street styles what uh, you know, Michael used to uh, calls it New York. But um, they've all just kind of picked up on it now. And they're all just kind of... Is, you know not really the a-listers the a-listers are still very standoffish about doing setups or if they do or they're not they're not talking about it
2: or they just don't want to admit it yeah, exactly. yeah.
3: I, they're not they're not talking about it exactly but the the new upcoming uh stars the reality stars especially like bachelor stuff the bachelorettes the bachelor stuff they they love doing it and um I would say they're the new Heidi and Spencer. Anybody affiliated
2: with The Bachelor of The Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, but you, you're never going to create lightning in a bottle again. It's never going to be as big as it was back then, I don't think.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. I know Adam had kind of asked you at the beginning, what was the biggest shot you guys ever got?
1: Mm, I'm still waiting for for something ginormous. But the <laughs> biggest, the, the, the biggest, it will happen soon. The, the million dollar shot is there for me at some point. But, the stuff that I've, I've made the most money on recently is, is Britney Spears. Um, I've been working her a bunch. Um, I had the set of pictures of her leaving the uh, the police station in Thousand Oaks the day before the conservatorship hearing. Um, that did did very nicely. And I also had the, the first set of Britney uh, during COVID, uh, during lockdown, where she was just, you know, she was running through a field, basically. I think it was the first time that she'd probably been out during COVID, and the shoes came off, and she was like just running around like a well, as a kid in the field, basically.
2: The is, so, yeah. so okay. So over the years, Brittany is one of those celebs that she's had both good and bad relationships with the paparazzi. She's someone that will embrace it, but then also be very much anti-paparazzi. Right. What do you, you know, and and, and she talked a little bit in her court case about you know I, I feel like I'm kind of living under this microscope, not only by the general public, but photographers. What is your guys' relationship with Britney right now?
1: Uh, well, mine. I, I'm a photographer that is extremely, extremely discreet. I am. I'm. Ne- I pride myself on never being seen. So, Britney, I don't think she's ever known that I photographed her, especially the last couple of years during COVID. It's always super discreet. Uh, you know, hiding in the car, uh, long distance, and she has no idea. But in in the old days. Um, it was a completely different story as you know, you guys have seen all sorts of videos and in the, uh, the free, the Brittany documentary, yeah. everyone was just, you know, on her basically. It's not like that anymore. Anyone that works Britney is just completely discreet because you're not going to get anything otherwise. You know, I think the last other than this Hawaii set that came out today, the sets of Britney are just car shots because the guys that are following her get busted that quickly. You have yeah. to be so discreet to get a good set of her these days.
2: And and it's funny because when she's in Hawaii, I mean, she's posting from her balcony. Like, look at where I'm at, everyone. Yeah, and yeah, I got exactly. think, well, that that if I was a paparazzi, I would look at that and go, okay, I know exactly where Brittany is and where those I'm guys know her. exactly where that yeah. is. Those those yeah. Hawaii guys are on
3: it. Yeah, I think exactly.
1: she's gone out there like three times in the last two months, yeah. and yeah. the guys are right there right away because she posts that she's there. If she doesn't want to be photographed, I don't understand why she posts that she's there. You know, just keep posting your, your videos of yourself dancing in your living room. Yeah. And people will think you're still at home.
0: Sure. What about the boyfriend? I feel like he gets shot a lot. Is he very cool with it? Is he very understanding of it?
3: Uh, I think I'm the most recent shot. Am I the most
1: recent? Uh, I don't know. No. Um, but but Sam's great. I yeah. got I got Sam the morning of the conservatorship. He went to work out at the gym. I kind of TMZ'd him. I got not in his face, but I had a camera out. And asked him a bunch of questions. I, went, I approached him first and said, hey, Sam, I'm, I'm Jed. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions on camera. Is that okay? He said, yeah, cool, bro. Go for it. And he, you know, he, was, he was kind of funny with his answers. He deflected everything I said and turned it into a, you workout. Know, a workout, basically. All he would talk about was working out. Yeah. But he's cool. Like, he embraces it. He's still kind of new to it, like three or four years in. And, and he gets it, I think. He plays the game.
3: Oh, and I got him on set uh, of um, Dollface. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I actually mistakenly got him. I was there for Kat Dennings and uh, and ended up getting him uh, kind of cameoing in it on the day she was picking or tr- uh, sending her lawyer to pick her uh, her lawyer for that conservatorship. Um, and those pictures kind of ran everywhere for that one day that you had 24 hours.
2: So yeah. OK, so wait, go back to the the biggest shot. So, Mark, what what what's your biggest shot?
3: Um, my biggest shot was actually, um, it's actually two shots, I think. Um, cause I've had a lot of shots over the years. I mean, I've been in this business for 13 years and it's hard to remember all the good shots cause there's been a lot of covers. There's been a lot of really good shots, but the one that, that really stands out, it was, it was two shots in one week, two different people. Uh, it was, um, Charlize Theron playing Megan Kelly on the day that Megan Kelly got fired from Fox. Um, that was just planets aligned I came across a random set and it happened to be her playing megan kelly on that morning um no info no nothing just random and then um later that week I ended up getting uh tom cruise riding his motorcycle with jennifer connelly on the back uh filming top gun 2 and that picture went
2: everywhere that's a good one dude that's a real good one for sure adam what's your biggest one I don't think I've ever asked you
0: Oh, man, it's weird. I mean, it it depends. When I was with uh, a former company or I was by myself. I mean, recently, either one, either one. I mean, it's crazy. This video that I did recently of, and I'll be totally upfront that I did uh, Elon Musk recently, and the video was nothing um, spectacular on my end. To be honest with you, like the video I got of him uh, was him kind of talking, you know, barely talking to me. There was tons of autographers, but it was video the the week of him going on it's an SNL. And it did, and for some reason, it did an insane amount for me on YouTube. And I probably, you know, probably made, you know, roughly, you know, I'm still making money on it, but so far over again, videos different than the photo. I mean, it, it's doing very, very well. <laughs> yeah, was, he I was, was dancing say around that number right <laughs> there. Say, like, should, <laughs> I should I say that or should I not? But it did very,
3: very well for me. Did he say anything special on the video? I, I mean, now, what, was really what was the big drop?
0: To be honest with you, like he did talk a little bit about, like, asking, it was a fun video of like, For me, it was more seeing how Elon looks or acts in public. And it was the week of him going on SNL. So a lot lot of eyes on him. But there was a lot of stuff going on in the news that week with Dogecoin and cryptocurrency. Um, So I think just because I asked him about that stuff, the video did very, very well. Um, But other than that, I'd say my Oprah's videos did very well. It always got picked up because I don't do photo. I did video. But my Oprah videos have gotten picked up by pretty much like every single news outlet from the Today Show to Good Morning America to – it's weird man i don't it's hard to say what justifies big like for you guys you guys get a cover for me i guess it's just a matter of as big as it could go i don't know there's it's it's hard to determine what's the biggest
3: right yeah yeah you know? maybe like the, mo- the most hours like uh 24 48 you know as many yeah. days as a video can last right
0: sure yeah it's weird <laughs> photos and videos is very differently like i you know you i i always say you know well you guys are fortunate there. are there's more outlets that will accept photos, videos. There's not too many people that will accept videos. So yeah, it's you gotta, limited on stuff. So I have to monetize yeah. it in different ways. Uh, yeah. Do you guys feel comfortable talking to celebrities? Or do you guys mostly like to stand in the background and kind of be incognito and get photos? You know,
3: I <laughs> – for some reason, I don't know. It's, it's strange. I try and talk to celebrities and I always get kind of starstruck when I start – I feel totally confident going into it. I feel perfectly comfortable. And then once those words start coming out, I fumble yeah. and I get all starstruck. And um, I don't know. I feel like uh, they I, I come off as kind of a jerk when I talk to them. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I, I got the best the Yeah, that's I had like
0: a, a, I, adrenaline kind of comes in, you know?
3: Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it is. I I, I came to uh, Roseanne one day and uh, I saw her at, at uh, Trader Joe's and I, I went up to her and I tried to approach her with the best intentions and the, and the, and the best kind of approach I re- rehearsed it for about 15 minutes in the car <laughs> you know waiting for it to come out and her husband just came at me just with this vengeance and it turned into this big crazy uh uh you're a, you're a, you're a democrat you're a, you're a hillary lover and like you know and i'm like hey, I, I was trying to just get a nice little answer out of this you know i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah so I've, I've kind of quit talking to him after that yeah I, this guy
1: he's pretty good no I'm, I'm more than happy to do it if 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 there's uh money to be made with an audio clip of somebody i'll i'll prepare the the night before come up with a list of questions like try and memorize it and then just go straight straight for them but if uh if there's you know no money to be made to audio they don't see me yeah. it's
3: so the more, english accent
1: though the english it does help like when i first came to la i've been doing this for 16 years now and my first year was strictly just video, so I, th- for the first year, as a you know a twenty one year old Brit fresh to America, I didn't give a you know I didn't give a crap what I was doing. So I'm happy to to I was happy to get in the face with the camera and and just ask them ask them anything I could think of.
0: I think and, the, t- and the TMZs never try to put you and try to sign you up.
1: <laughs> no, no.
2: <laughs> no, Hey, people that ask good questions, they get uh, they get. Hired by TMZ real fast. But I'm I'm surprised to hear that you guys get starstruck. I feel that you see these celebs so often, you know, the biggest people in the entire world. I'm surprised that you would get starstruck at this point.
3: I'm surprised too, honestly. I mean, if, if I was to talk to, you know, one of these bachelors or something like that, I don't get starstruck with them at all. But anybody who's, who's an A-lister, who I admire in the business, because, you know, I started this you know, uh, shooting in this business. Um, I came from, um, kind of the production side of the business. I did a lot of production work back in the day and I, I respect the business. I respect Hollywood. I respect the celebrities. Um, and I I think that might be what it is, is I just, I have respect for these people. And I, I think of them as something maybe a little bigger than just human sometimes. And, uh, and maybe that's what it does, you know. Yeah, well, you're you're a huge
1: fan of the movies. I am. I'm, so I'm you, a big movie yeah. guy,
3: you know. So, um, you know, that's probably what it is. But, uh, but yeah the the smaller the smaller B list or stuff like that, I don't have a problem talking to them at all because, you know, they're just like us, right?
1: Celebrities, they're just like us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> are you yeah. guys offended? Obviously, you guys are. On, you know, you guys are in the podcast, the paparazzi podcast. But are you guys offended by the word paparazzi?
1: Um, I mean, I sometimes. You know, the, people use it as a slur, you know, sometimes. Oh, you're just so-and-so paparazzi. You know, it, it doesn't feel good to be all per under the same branch because there are some guys out there that aren't good guys, um, but both of us are good guys. Um, I do prefer photojournalists. But I mean, like you say, we do a podcast called the Paparazzi Podcast. Sure, so it's also a,
2: it's a it's a good buzzword too. So I can I can yeah. understand what you named your yeah your podcast. yeah
3: exactly. And, and and depending on who you're talking to, depending on who it is, you know, if someone says, "Oh, you're a stupid paparazzi," or you know, "Oh, you're a stalker paparazzi," something like that, that's obviously a slur. Yeah, uh, people who don't know and they're just using it as the word that they know to describe us. It's a you know I don't mind that at all. But yeah, I try and correct people and just say, you know, no, we're we're photographers out here. You know. Paparazzi is a kind of an old word that people used back in the day, and people don't usually we use that anymore.
2: So, yeah. is is being a paparazzi is it is it pretty lucrative? See, I, I don't know. I'm talking to you three. I have no idea. I don't know what kind of money can be made. Can you give me like a range? If someone's a good paparazzi in LA, how much can they make a year on on photos of
1: celebs? Six figures, easy, really easy. Um, like back in the old days when I first started, like anyone could make six figures. Um, the last, I, last five years, ten years or so, it, it dropped down. But it feels like it's coming back. It feels like the money is coming back into the game at the moment. It's
3: not a lot really? of photographers in LA. No, right now. Yeah, I think yeah. I think a lot of photographers have left.
1: Yeah, I think COVID knocked a bunch of uh, photogs out, mm-hmm. and it seems like uh, you know there seems to be more celebs out there for. For the few that are remaining at the moment, and then you know more money for us. Well, and
3: me and me personally, I I I mostly shoot movie sets, productions, stuff like that. That's kind of my my niche in the business. So um, as long as there's filming in L.A. Uh, and as long as there's a, you know there continues to be filming in L.A., I'm I'm doing okay.
0: Who is the most difficult celebrity to shoot? They just make it difficult for you.
1: Um, I mean in in L.A like Brad Pitt is very hard to work in LA. Um it seems so? like yeah. well he's he drives like a like a bat out of hell. Um he has security. Any you know any celeb in LA that has a security detail or that has security that drive them are hard to work. Um we had this same kind of conversation with somebody that was on our podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago who works in New York and he was saying how kind of easy it is in New York. Because everybody just just completely gives it up. There seems to be a, sep- a completely different set of rules for Los Angeles and and New York photographers. Like the celebs just just give it to them basically.
0: Yeah, I feel like in New York there's 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 really for the most part not much. You can, there's not much wiggle room. You can't really get out of it, so you have to embrace it a little bit. So you yeah. got to live with it. Whereas LA, there's a lot of private property and you know maybe uh, gated communities where you really can't get into. New York, it's it's sort of like I guess you have to deal with it, you know yeah um, well
1: and 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 with l a as well, the majority you know you know most of the time you're getting pictures, it's from from following the celebrities, and if they spot you, they don't like that, and they will make it hard, whereas new York you know it, it's it's walking out of a hotel or walking into a restaurant or and you know it's lots of street style, lots of street stuff, whereas l a is completely different because nobody walks in l a you know yeah. they're they're all driving somewhere. But
0: that's but, the craziest part is so you guys follow sometimes a celebrity you might see him pull out of their their driveway and uh, you follow them to where they go. But you don't know where they're going in New York City. New York City is like, what, 10 miles really around like they, they can't go too far for the most part in L.A. You don't know where they're going to go. And it could be a long ride. Have you guys got caught in a long ride before? Like yeah, that?
3: The, I mean, that's yeah, that's the big thing about L.A. is, you know, if, if a celebrity knows anything about. You know, uh, us and and being followed or anything like that. I mean, the lower end people they don't really care, and you know they'll get caught just a couple of blocks down. But most of of the a lister celebrities are the people that will uh, that will try and evade you. They'll they'll just get on it from from get go. They'll come out of their driveway and or out of their street, and they'll just be you know ninety miles an hour down PCH in and out of traffic, uh, make you know two turns left, two, two turns right to see who's following them. Um, yeah. They know the tactics to kind of, kind of fish us out, um, or just lose us completely.
1: Uh, well, there's also like some celebs that are completely oblivious to it and just drive like that. Anyway. And they drive like that anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> there, there's a few. A lot of the, a lot of the kind of, um, I would say, bachelorette girls. They, they do the same kind of thing. They're just, they're just crazy drivers. Yeah. They'll also come out of anywhere they go, and they'll be a parking ticket on their car every single time they park. Uh, uh i see that as a as, yeah. a as a sign as well
1: but like like you were saying you never know where you're going to end up one day many years ago i spotted christina applegate in the malibu country mutt um and you know she had a, a boogie board in the car and she was with uh, her boyfriend at the time and I, you know I, I got on the follow just thinking okay she's she's gonna go to the beach and four hours later we're in san diego yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
3: know? I, and and i've and i've followed tom brady in his Bentley with Giselle to Palm Springs. And that was, that was a 95 mile an hour follow because they were in the carpool lane. And my partner and I were in two different cars. We had to pull over. One of us get gas while the other one followed. And the other one had to catch up after we uh-huh. got gas. And we had to rotate like that. That's a tough one as well. Yeah.
2: But yeah. at so the end of the ask- day that could pay off because no one's looking for Tom and Giselle in Palm Springs. Exactly. You until you they the until shot.
3: they turned it until they turned to a private gated community and you w- did that for <laughs> no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so wait, how do you guys find celebs? Obviously we know that, you know, you kind of said, "Oh, maybe they leave their gated community and follow them to somewhere." But like how do you find celebs and walking around LA or what restaurant like what do you do
3: well we work completely different I mean like I said I do mostly productions and stuff like that so I'll get a list in the morning of productions um and I just kind of pick and choose where I go and I I go to each production today I went to you know four or five productions and but just, wait, wait
2: don't they like normally give productions fake names
3: they do they do um you just have to figure out what you know some fake names you know You've heard it in the past, and you know, and you know, like uh, TV shows, they'll go on for years and years and years. Um, uh, but new movies yeah, or something, they know, might do it. What's The
2: name of a TV show that goes under a fake name.
3: Uh let's see. Well, like like Modern Family. I was I was the Modern Family guy for all the years. I I shot ninety percent of the Modern Family pictures, um, and uh, they went under the code name uh, MAF, um, which okay. was Fam, fam backwards. So uh, you know stuff like that, and and once you know those, you you you'll know it for years. But a new production, especially with uh, with a listers on it, a bunch of a listers, they will try and code it as much as possible. But it, we end up figuring it out eventually. It's it, it, they they can never really hide too much. But uh, but yeah, the Modern Family stuff that was um, that was a lot of years of good stuff. <laughs>
0: So when you're on the set of Modern Family, does the cast know you by because you're doing it for so long? Do they know you by name? Do you know them? Is it like you're part of the team a little bit? or how does Oh, yeah.
3: Out? Oh, yeah. But, you know, come maybe season five, maybe season six, um, the crew knew me by name. Everybody knew me by name. No one would bother me at all. Sophia, Sarah and Eric Stone Street never got used to it they were just as much divas even worse divas when and and even the crew they would come up to him it's you know it's only mark over there it's it's he's he's been here for years come on what i don't (laughs) care i don't care they were just they were the biggest divas eric stone street the biggest diva on that set by the way
2: really i i am shocked because i feel like i feel like sarah embraced her fame through the show and like realize she's like the young cute girl and everyone's interested into her. I would have thought that she would have been like totally cool with a pop, uh, a pap out there taking her photo.
3: No, I, yeah yeah. Sarah and I would always go at it. It was, it was kind of funny. Um, it, you know, I can remember one time I was shooting her at Santa Monica pier. Mind you, this is Santa Monica pier. Okay. They were shooting a scene on Santa Monica pier. She was on the bumper cars and there was a group of maybe 60 people that were sitting there watching I mean right up on them because there's a little fence that you look through for that. And I was just kind of shooting through the cracks of the people. And I remember her looking at me, shooting her from maybe <laughs> 15 feet away. And she looks over at me. And I've been shooting her for maybe an hour or, or two. And she looks over at me and she just goes like this. <laughs> and, and and sorry, don't do that. And I yeah and and just really extended it and all the people around me it looked like she was flicking all them off because they didn't really know i was behind them shooting through the cracks so she was <laughs> flicking off all these fans that were there and they kind of got angry at her and, I, and and later on that week i think it was maybe that week or later a uh, uh, couple weeks later she used those photos to promote her show on the instagram <laughs>
2: Things, so you're you know, like you're welcome sarah yeah, for your you're welcome shows.
3: sarah and that's exactly what i put on it i'm like you're welcome sarah for doing that and mm-hmm. thanks for stealing my pictures.
1: like just the other day sophia vagara was on ellen and they used all your pictures yeah, as well like used, she used
3: six pictures of mine from the modern family set because she likes to eat on set and i'm i got all the pictures of her eating on set i know dax you remember the banana photos i remember seeing that right. at tmz on the on the wall in there um and she even yes. mentioned
2: I was going to say, you you had quite a few photos that made the wall at TMZ. So, Adam, I don't even know if you knew this, but back when TMZ was in our old building on Sunset, I would take all the photos that I pitched on the show because I'd print them all off. And so I just had hundreds of photos and I felt bad throwing them away. So (laughs) I decorated one of the edit bays in the office I covered the walls with photos so that that photo of Sophia was one of the main ones in that room. It made its way over to the new office, but there was tons of Heidi and Spencer. I, I think I kept most of them, but literally hundreds of amazing paparazzi photos lined that entire edit bay. It was really, really cool.
3: Do you still have pictures of that? Did you take pictures of that? Uh, i
2: I would have to ask i I would have to ask around (laughs) if uh anyone still has those that would
3: be cool to see i think
2: because i could go i I literally have a box in my garage my you know like jerry mcguire walk out with a box kind of thing um (laughs) and it was just full of tons and tons of printouts and all kinds of like my favorite photos of all time i'm gonna go grab that that'd be kind of fun to look wait
0: how was eric stone street a diva oh man uh well because
3: sophia and sarah I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is they would just, they would always be uh, the the last to set. They would be the ones just making everybody wait on set, you know? And I would, because when I'm on sets, I listen to their radio. I, I have a scanner. I listen to their radio, uh, you know, communication and stuff. And I hear what they're talking about. Um, it helps me out and it helps them out because I'm not, I'm never in the frame. I'm never, you know, bothering them. I can hear where they're going and I can maneuver myself without having to guess where things are going to be. And, you know, you just hear all the time. Uh, who are we waiting on again? Oh yeah, okay. Uh huh. Okay. What's she doing now? What's she doing now? Uh, okay. Uh huh. Okay. Mhm. Well, just get it set as soon as possible. Ten minutes later, same thing. Same thing. Eric would do the same thing, but Eric just hated the pictures. Um, and and Dex, I don't know if you know, but um, that banana picture of of Sophia, it we call it Banana Gate uh, amongst the crew of Modern Family and myself because. They all ended up getting bananas at some point and doing that side angle banana photo picture. Um, we I tried remember. to get the whole crew to do it, but it was only Eric and Jesse and Sophia that ended up doing it, but it was pretty funny how that all ended up.
2: I think I remember like seeing like numerous people I'm like what is happening? Why is everyone eating bananas on the set of Modern Family?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty funny. They had a great time. I love that show. It was great. I miss it.
0: Which celebrity deals with the paparazzi the best?
1: Um, I mean,
0: Ooh, it, I got
1: this one. Well, in the old days, for me, it was always Paris. Um, not not so much now because she's not shot as much. But in like the heyday, she was by far and away the best and the easiest to deal with. She would do anything you wanted. The over the shoulder, big smile, wave, and and this one time she was at Petco on um on Dahini there and it was when her song Stars Are Blind first came out and one of the one of the paps played it in their car as she's walking out of Petco and she's just singing and dancing and she she was the best she she do anything that you asked her for
2: she really was great who who would you say would be the worst big celeb where you
3: well, you see them, hold them down
2: and you're like oh god here we go
3: hold on hold on my 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 greatest celebrity that dealt with the us was mcconaughey when he lived here he was oh, the like great the
2: beat stuff like running shirtless through the he was, he
3: was the great well he would coordinate us you know if he didn't like what we were doing he would say hold up hold up guys i would do i, I would do it in a texas accent if i could <laughs> but hold up guys hold up hold on all you guys go over here okay i'll give you the shots you want go over here we'll get the shots and then he would do it and then he'd be like see you later gentlemen we're done for the day right and they oh <laughs> yep no problem yeah. mr mcconaughey Boom, we're gone. Yeah, you would control us. Great.
2: That that that's, that's cool. the thing. Like Adam and I talk about it all the time. If people have a respect for the paparazzi, they get so much further. The pap's gonna make them try to look good. Yeah, they're gonna leave you alone. Like give them what they want, and it benefits both sides, and then everyone can be happy for the rest of the day.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, I, you know, I feel like it's kind of weird saying like, give us what we want, and then we'll let you go. That that that's you know that always makes people feel a little bit weird, but. If you know what you're dealing with, like McConaughey did, you know, he knows who he is. So he knew he just would would just coordinate us, just say, "Okay, here we go. We're going to do this. And and uh, and then you guys are going to be cool for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. Cool. No problem. And they would always they would always mind it. You know, and I would always say to celebrities when I saw him, like, take a lesson from McConaughey. Talk to him when you see him
2: at your next party. All right. Give me the tea. Who's the worst celebrity to deal with? Julie Roberts. Yeah,
3: for me, Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, she's been, um, she's yeah. been my worst. Mean or what? Everything, everything. Yeah, just um. mean. <laughs> she 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 stole stuff out of my car. What? Um, yeah, she she snuck up behind my car, opened my passenger door, and stole everything in my passenger seat, which was my my three hundred lens, my iPhone, um, and every cord that I had because she just ripped all the cords out. <laughs> Um, I have a video following her back back to her house because she just she just ripped all the stuff away. I said, Julie, you can't you can't just take stuff out of my car, man. Just because you're mad, I got a picture with you. Yeah. She's like, No, you can pick it up at the police station and file a report. I'm like, Oh, I'll file a report too. Grand theft. That's six hundred dollar lens, you know. Yeah. Um so, so what happened, but- wait, so what happened with that?
0: How'd that end? <laughs>
3: um, well, I I ended up shooting her. It was a Sunday. I shot her when she was walking her dogs in Malibu. Um, and then I was waiting for her to come back down the road and I lost her. I didn't see her at all. And she snuck up. She, I mean, she must've belly crawled. It, it was crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where she could have come from, but she snuck up under my my passenger door and opened my door without her. Even I was looking that way to, to try and find her and I couldn't see her. So she had to belly crawl over to me and, uh, and open my door, took my lenses out. She took my stuff to, to her house. Um, and then I went to the end of the street to just talk to my, uh, my, my coworker at the time. And uh, she can't. She pulled up in her car, and she was doing her. I say it's her fake crying that she does that she she do on cue, and she just had this bawling, crying episode where she's like, "Oh, I just had such a, a bad week with you guys, and uh, you know, you guys are always getting me, and uh, you know, you seem like a nice guy. Here's your stuff back. I don't want any problems, and uh, I get my wow. stuff back."
2: <laughs> wow, I'm yeah. just picturing honestly i'm just picturing her army crawling that's you kind of lost me there Where i'm just picturing julia roberts just on the ground crawling up to a car and there is no
3: way there's no other way she could have come up to my car because
2: no idea of you sitting there looking for and then she opens the door and she's on her hands and knees grabbing your stuff out of the car she
3: she creeped up from the side yeah she was down (laughs) low she creeped up into my car it was like a it's like a demon creeping up into my car weird (laughs) Jule Roberts we're talking
1: about. America's sweetheart.
3: Yeah, it's
1: crazy. Wow, that's so funny. Um one of my worst experiences, uh or worst celebrities I've dealt with is Nicole Kidman um in Nashville. I'm not surprised to hear that. Man, oh man, oh man. Um I thought I thought I thought, I, I thought I was being super discreet, um, but she was on to me within a second and she pulled up next to me in the car, motioned to wind down the window. Uh, Keith Urban got his phone out and started recording and she just went off like a banshee. I've never heard so many cuss words from anybody in such quick succession that it I was unnerved. It was unbelievable. She cussed like a sailor at me for maybe 3 minutes straight. And I would love it if like somebody got hold of this this uh, this video from Keith Urban's phone cuz it was it would just paint her in a completely different light. She was not happy. Well, what would she so mad about? Just because I guess I, I I worked her the day before and didn't think she'd seen me, but she saw me then. And then she saw me two days in a row. And she just, you know, she doesn't like to be photographed anyway. And, you know, especially in the state that she calls home in, in Tennessee. Um, so she just went off on one and it was, it, I've never heard anyone talk like that ever.
3: yeah Yeah. i mean she's also i mean uh i I know a photographer also who got her jogging one day out in the the hills and her security attacked the the photographer um in his car there's a there's a famous video of him screaming inside the car uh doing video uh yeah and uh and so i know she's pretty bad too and uh and, and and julia there's one time with julia real quick um i wasn't even working at all i was just sitting at a light at uh at the bottom of um to, uh, waiting to get on a pch and i just heard this woman in this car next to me screaming and yelling <laughs> at somebody through all of our windows i mean my windows were closed her windows were closed and i'm like man this woman's going on crazy on this person who is this you know and i look over and it was julia tearing into somebody on her on her you know her headphone mic and just like he said just like a sailor what the worst costing the wor- I mean, digging into whoever it was, I didn't know who it was, but I couldn't believe I was, I was watching Julia do this and someone, you know, cause I could be anybody looking at her next to, next to her at all, you know, yeah. and how she would do that with just, you know, in front of people is crazy.
2: Wow, I love it. I love these stories. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: love, I love, it's, you know, it's weird. I don't get to talk to a lot of guys who like, I don't know. I always love talking to other photographers because there's not a lot of people that do what we do. So it's like, we all have these like funny stories, but we only can really, I only understand, like, I feel like we're the only ones who really understand them and I don't have too many other people. I can like listen to them or kind of, it's like therapy for me in a way. I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one who's been through this shit.
3: So uh,
0: let me ask you this guys. Have you guys ever gotten nervous for your safety with a celebrity?
1: Um, I don't think I have. Um, oh, yeah. Brad. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Brad.
3: Ke- Kesha's boyfriend, Brad. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. He was, was, right was saying Brad Pitt. Oh, sorry. Bad no,
3: Bush no, yeah. Not Brad Pitt. We have an episode. Actually, we call it Brad's where we talk about the different boyfriends of female celebrities that okay. that I, I don't know, I guess feel that they have to make themselves relevant in their lives, because if they didn't, these girls would just you know, kick him to the curb <laughs> and yeah. Brad Kesha's boyfriend. Uh, he was one of those guys who every time we would shoot him, every time we would follow, even when we, when we would, you know, kind of doorstep him, and she would leave in a car, he would stand in front of the road and try and block us and yell at us and pound on our cars and, uh, and threaten us all the time. I mean, wow. We never took it as a real threat. He was not really a tough guy. I don't think you know he would really <laughs> do much. Uh, in that kind of a situation, but he would always threaten us, and he would always threaten violence every time. And Kesha wasn't like that. Kesha Kesha was really cool. Every time we would shoot her when we were out, the only time it would be weird it was when she was with him. Wow,
2: yeah. What, what about like bodyguards? Have you ever felt uncomfortable? Like, has there been an over aggressive bodyguard with some celeb that you're like, eh, this doesn't feel safe?
1: Um, well. <laughs> In the old days, Britney had some uh, some kind of some big old guys. Um, the only thing that ever happened with with those, I had our car, our rental car keys stolen once by one of Britney's guys in Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> um, it was when she was married to K. Fed, and it was Fedline's brother's graduation, and he was at school in in Walla Walla, and we followed Britney to the airport, and we, we get it was a private airfield. Sorry. And we're getting pictures of her getting on the jet and we get back to our rental car and we see her bodyguard with the keys like waving at us. (laughs) And he threw them over a barbed wire fence onto the airstrip. Um, That's pretty much the only negative kind of um, situation I've got into with bodyguards because generally, generally they're all right. I know there are these stories where photographers have been been walloped by them and got a big old juicy payout. um, But unfortunately, that's not happened to me yet. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, no, and 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 the dealings with security that I've had is, they always look scary when they approach you. That you think something's about to happen, but in my experience, most of them have been pretty cool and pretty calm because that's kind of what they're paid to do. Yeah, you know, they're paid to look intimidating and be intimidating. If they have to do something, they're going to do something. But to to control the situation, they need to be professional and try and keep things calm. I think yeah. you know the best do that.
2: Sorry, I thought Adam was asking a question. What what do you guys, how do you guys respond when people call you a stalker? We kind of briefly mentioned that earlier, where you said, you know, people call you stalker paparazzi, but like, what what is your response when people are like, oh, you just stalk celebs? Because even working at TMZ for years, people would say the same thing to me, even though I'm in an office literally holding up pictures. Oh, you're a stalker. And I'm like, dude, it's, you know, it's a job that, you know, we're reporting on people who are extremely famous. The curiosity around these celebs is what keeps
1: photographers yeah, like there and
2: uh, their jobs being paid. So, what what is your guys's response?
1: Well, the people that are calling us stalkers as well generally are the same people that are buying the magazines. Yep. Um, yeah. Hypocrites. Yeah, complete hypocrites. Um, I've compl- What was the question? <laughs>
2: no, just how do you
3: respond? Well, how, it? It? Oh, how do
1: I respond? Uh, well i, I usually say dirty
3: dirty disgusting pat
1: how dare you do you buy us <laughs> weekly yes well you're feeding into it um no i just say you know i take pictures am i a stalker no i'm not outside the house 24 7 i'm there for a few hours maybe get my pictures and i'm on my merry way um yeah i just tell them how it is basically
3: yeah exactly and you know honestly w- whenever anybody comes at me with that kind of Talk. I usually don't even talk. I just kind of move on and and move away from it because it's just that's that's coming from ignorance and and people that don't really understand the business at all. And that's the reason why we started this uh, our podcast, at least. And I know you guys are very similar to what we're doing. Um, but it was there was a lot of unknown being out in the general public, and there was a lot of questions that people asked that I heard over and over and over again uh, while I was out there. That people just didn't understand the business, and so let's let's start this podcast. Um, to get people to know the photographers uh if the celebrities were to watch these these episodes they would understand that you know the guys following them, they have kids they they don't want to shoot kids they have kids they're uh you know they're they're 90 of them are not a threat you know they're they're good guys they're good guys that has have lives and, and have histories and yeah, we're just and have background. we're just that, trying to make a living yeah, yeah. exactly um and a lot of guys work respectfully. I know there's there's a lot, you know, just like any any profession out there, there's people that make the people that do good look bad. And you know, w- we're just we're just trying to relay who the good guys are.
0: Yeah. So what is the biggest shot for you right now? If there's one shot for you guys to get, like what's the what's the really good target for you right now?
3: God, you know, I, for me I always say sorry. I always say the same thing because it's it's been the same for Fifteen years, I guess. Twelve years. Uh, Brad
1: and Jennifer Aniston in the same frame. <laughs> right. Crazy. Just imagine them making out somewhere, like not. Well, just know. them
3: in the same frame. Well, they. Well, yeah. They
2: remember the shot of them at what was it? The Golden Globes or something? When they like that was the first shot of them yeah. together, and it was like a yeah. photo. Where
1: but they
3: totally yeah they totally set that up though. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, you got them out up. at a restaurant or something together. Uh, you know that's gonna make.
1: 10, yeah, 18, it, it would make silly money. Yeah. I, th- I think that would that that would be the biggest, you know, it would be the biggest story of the last, you know, ten years or whatever. Yeah, like you know, a, a, a completely a not set up, a completely discreet set of a pair of them go- on a date would just I be huge.
2: If they know that? I wonder if they uh, know. yeah, they
1: do. They, they do for
2: sure. No, and you know, after talking to Spencer and him saying like, look, even the biggest stars on the planet set up photos. know and he said look brad and angelina they set up those you know those photos of them on the beach and when i say set up it means like hey potentially they wanted people to know and just get it out in the air so hey my person can then contact that person and let them know where we're gonna be it doesn't necessarily mean brad calls up the paps yeah yeah, you know someone letting someone else know and just get the shot and now it's out there for the world but I think that's kind of a realization for a lot of people is whether or not they think the word paparazzi is a dirty word, people need photographers. People like celebs need these photographers to stay relevant and people forget that. It is a very yeah. important job that you guys provide to these people because in between TV shows, if they're not being seen, they're not relevant.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah. I, I, I mean, personally, I call it controlled photos. Um you know, instead of set up or, or anything else, I call it just controlled photos. And and when I, when I approach any celebrity, I mean, I approached Jennifer Garner with this, you know, multiple times back in the past and she was never receptive to it, but I'm like, don't you want to control this? Don't you want to control what's going on? These guys, five, 10 guys sitting out in front of your house every single day. Don't you want to control this? You could do this. You can control it if you want to, you know, if you're walking down Rodeo, of course, you're not going to control it. You're going to be, you know, just another person doing that. But if you want these guys to leave the front of your house, you need to control this, you know, yeah. and you need yeah. to feed the beast. Um, and uh, and they they never understand. It's it's uh it's pretty crazy.
2: Some do, some don't. Some do,
3: some do. Yeah, some 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 do. do. And they have and they have great control over it. Yeah.
0: Is J Lo and Ben Affleck doing setup shots now?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I, it, they're just it, parading it around for everybody to see. Just
0: like the Anadarmus. Yeah. Stuff, you know, they just come
3: out and give it up and give it up. You know,
2: I, I think that's the thing is like, like JLo. I think she gets the game more than most celebs out there. And she's like, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to be on my yacht. That's accessible for people to take photos. I'm yeah. going to lay out on the deck because that's the other thing that I, I think people don't realize is if celebs don't want to be seen, they don't have to be seen.
1: No, a good absolutely. That
2: you can hide away and no one will ever see you. You don't go to Sandro pay in July with all the other celebs because there's a team of paparazzi. You don't go to Boa Steakhouse on sunset. If you don't want to be seen like there's so many things that people can do to not be seen. That's why you don't see Nicole Kidman every day.
1: Exactly. You,
2: you see Ben and Jen because they go to the same gym that is accessible for the PAPS. They yeah. sit on their yacht, they do they're doing things so those photographs are taken so that she can dominate the headlines. There's also the same reason that J-Lo um, JLo will take bikini photos on her birthday and say, Look, I look good for 50. Yeah,
1: because yeah, exactly. she knows
2: it's gonna dominate the headlines. She's smart yeah. with all that. Yeah, exactly. And
3: Nicole and Nicole Kimmons, she's not hiding out, you know, she's not hiding out, she's not a recluse. You know she's just she just knows the game she knows what she's doing she knows how to be avoided dicaprio same thing he only gets shot when you want him to get shot you know yeah rarely you're going to get a shot of him where he doesn't know you're there
2: you know very true. Yeah. how often do celebs dm you to ask you for permission to use your photos permission to
3: use our photos
1: never 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 <laughs> yeah, never, never had a
2: celeb say hey I, I saw your name tagged on there can no. i post your photos really? no the, the,
1: they just post them. They just they just steal them.
2: Yeah, I am really surprised. I feel yeah. that like people have come a long way. Like I've noticed Kim credits all her photos now because she kind of got her hand slapped for using pap photos and yeah. all the Kardashians. But interesting.
3: Yeah, we, we try and call them out. Yeah, you know, you know when Sarah used to do it for Modern Family a lot. Sophia's done it plenty for her clothing lines. When I when I used to shoot her on set, um, and and I I tried calling them out a bunch of times on on Instagram and. And social media stuff like that but not never a, never a response never a, a credit nothing yeah
0: do you ever take action against that so they do have to credit you or take you down or compensate yeah you the
3: agencies them? the agencies kind of take care of that now um i haven't done it I, you know I'm a, I'm a freelancer but i give to certain agencies i don't i don't really uh have the copyrights to all my stuff but um but the agencies you know they like to go after it and uh well, and pick up a block if they
2: can, or else it makes them not valuable, and that's valuable content for them. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's so it's still the wild west. We're gonna do a quick speed round with you guys. We do this with uh, all of our guests. We'll basically ask a question, <laughs> and you come up with the the fastest answer pro- possible. So maybe we'll ask the question, Jedi. You answer it, then Mark. You answer it. Cool. Kay. Okay.
1: Okay. Try keep that down. All right.
0: I'll start first. Uh place in LA you know you'll run into a celebrity.
1: Uh Robertson Robertson uh, drive Boulevard whatever it is, yeah. Where the is now. Mark in, go.
3: In two, in 2003.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um no,
2: on
1: any movie set I work on. No,
2: like <laughs>
1: Boa Steakhouse any night of the week, you'll get a TikToker or somebody there. Eh?
2: You go. there you go. Okay. okay. Best looking in person.
1: Oh boy! Um, oh shit! This is me first. Um, wow! I don't even know. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they all look completely different from the, from everything they ever post the on Instagram.
2: Because I, I feel we've had Charlize Theron's names got brought up multiple times with us for people that you just see her in person. You're like, holy crap! Like this woman is gorgeous. Anyone Kate like Beckinsale. Kate, Kate Beckinsale.
3: Yeah, she, okay.
1: she's she's a babe. She's I'll, a babe. I'll say
3: Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Right,
3: just, I, because, just because she has hair and makeup at her house every single day before she leaves, <laughs> every single day. Does she really? Every day.
2: There's wow. not a day that she's walked out of her house where you're like, "Oh, look, she just got out of bed." Like, she's never. Bound no. up.
3: If she's going out and she might be seen, hair and makeup there every day. <laughs> wow. Like a movie. Yeah, like That's a movie. A lot of work. It's a lot of work. Exactly.
2: I like we even see Kim Kardashian without hair and makeup sometimes, and that's yeah. someone that is consistently photographed. And she's even left her house without anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. You get any picture of Kim before she's got into hair and makeup, and you're making the big bucks because she or or, or the Kardashians will buy the picture from you because right. they don't want to be seen like that.
2: Really, they don't yeah. want to be yeah. I've seen them post. It, it, it content where they're not yeah. in, in hair and makeup. No, they're, have they're you ever it. had they're the Kardashians buy a photo set off of you because you got them in an? I, I haven't.
1: Also, I haven't. It hasn't happened to me. But I was talking to a photographer last week, actually, and he got a bunch of the Kardashians all together without them knowing. And as soon as the pictures hit the market, they bought them. Wow.
2: So wow. interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: That's okay uh yeah. celebrity that you caught doing something that they said, hey, please do not send that out and I'll help you out. Huh.
1: Should I take this one? Yes, this is so good.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, uh Coldplay. Um Chris Martin. Chris Martin. What yes, happened? I got him, I got him on a music video and he was in a, a like this crazy, he said Russian fat suit that he didn't want the 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 art of the video to be spoiled early so he sent his security guard out to to uh to pull me aside because i was the only one who got the photos it was actually a bunch of guys there but i was the only one who got the photos and he invited me into his trailer talked to me for about i don't know a half hour uh we we had a couple of drinks together uh chill talked about everything and he offered me a sum of money to not put the pictures out before the video came out
2: Killing with kindness, I like it. And, and, and by the way, Chris
3: Martin, the coolest of all of them.
2: Yep. So you know, yeah. Again, See, I. That's, we, that's who was that we talked to? We talked to someone that had the same thing. Like they they there's, ran into they, Coldplay or Chris Martin in Hawaii, and he was the coolest guy. Like hung out with I, them, I chilled. That was. Like yeah, he, he got he got. But there's it.
0: been some bad moments with Chris Martin too. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. it has been always been great moments with him. We've seen video of him going crazy. Remember, he beat up the photographer outside when his kid was get coming out of the hospital. Do you remember the first time? That I don't know. There well, that, was, was yeah. like,
2: other issues at play. I mean, if your kid's injured or not,
0: I, true, one hundred percent. could throw off your whole section. I've had gra- I've had great experiences with him. How about uh? Yeah, any other? One, or?
1: It's it's never happened to me. I, I'd like <laughs> it to happen. We actually talked about this on a podcast. I I shot Chris on a bicycle in Malibu, maybe a year ago. And he came up to me. I wound on a window, was having a nice conversation with me, with it, with him, and then his phone rang. And that was the end of it. I, he was <laughs>
3: about
2: to say, like, I didn't like the pictures.
3: Yeah, I was yeah.
1: Ab- I was about to get the offer. Yeah, he thought he would, and then he had a yeah. phone call. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. What, what's Jeez, the weirdest, God. okay, next question. Weirdest place you've ever caught a celebrity?
1: Oh, uh, so much for a speed round. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weirdest place. I mean many moons ago Victoria Beckham went to the Pleasure Chest on uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard when uh, when her and David first came to LA and they were shooting their reality show she led us on a on a good old chase around LA and ended up at at a sex shop that was kind of fun well,
2: good for um, them healthy relationship I like it absolutely <laughs> um yeah and I
3: caught uh, Annalyn McCord once uh, at the beach, skinny dipping, and then coming out of the water, and uh, she approached me and asked me never to put the pictures out, and I never did.
2: Interesting. <laughs> got the little flo- got that floating around somewhere out there. I got it.
3: <laughs> not floating. Um, it's not. It's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Deleted. Deleted. deleted.
0: Yep. Good for okay. you. All uh, right. Most intimidating celebrity.
1: Oh, I'm not really intimidated by anyone.
3: I mean, McConaughey was pretty intimidating. That's why he had such good control. Like I was talking about earlier, um, I just never wanted to piss him off. You know, he just he just had that demeanor. Um, but he, I mean, Julia was she's just nasty. You <laughs> was always scared with her.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. How about most understanding of your job as a paparazzi?
1: Um, Courtney Cox. Oh. For oh. me sorry well brad I, although brad is brad pitt is very hard to get when you get him he's very cool and uh, generally does deal with it well it'll be a wave a smile his security will come up and say okay well done boys yeah and uh, yeah so i think i think brad
0: yeah okay uh nicest when it comes to photos with
1: <laughs> photos with uh, Mike Tyson was really nice. I had a photo with him once um, as, as a photo of me and Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie was very, very nice. Um, Will Ferrell was very nice when I, I asked for a picture with him way back when. Um, I, I, I
3: can tell you the worst who didn't want a picture with me was Chris Pratt. Really? Yes. really? Do you think he'd be I nice? Shocked. Right? I, th- that's what I said, you know? Um, yeah, Chris Pratt. I. I've taken pictures with a lot of uh, with a lot of celebrities. Uh, I mean, Selma Hayek was one of those where I thought I'd be intimidated, and she wouldn't do it. She did it. Um, but Chris Pratt, one day, I was shooting him with Catherine. They were they were just done with their workout. They were walking back to their house, and I just said, "Hey, uh, you know, Chris, I'm a big fan. I'm like my kids would go crazy if I got a picture with you right now. Can I get a picture with you?" And he goes, "Yeah, no." <laughs>
2: I'm really surprised. He seems like a good cool <laughs> threat. Uh who how about let's go with funniest celebrity?
1: Um, gosh, who do we used to have a lot of fun with? Um I mean, Paris was always a lot of fun. Was she the funniest? Probably not. Um God, there must have been some someone that that could kind of like play tricks or something back in the you day. You
2: know who who used to be? it used to be John Mayer.
1: Oh yeah. He, yeah. I remember to be great. it, it was a to lot of fun. Great. I, you know, what? once many, again, many years ago, John Mayer used to do uh, a cruise. It was, you know, the John Mayer cruise and you'd go out of long beach and you'd go down to Mexico for three or four days. And uh, I was asked, I was sent on this job, like go on a cruise ship and take pictures of John on the cruise and whatever. And one, you know, the, First day setting sail, he'd come out in his captain's hat and his captain's uniform, and like talk to everybody, just have a great laugh. And then one of the days, I think he did stand up or something like that in a in the Borat Mankini costume.
2: <laughs> I remember that. That, that,
1: that guy was outrageous. just he was just a complete riot. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to be so much fun.
3: Yeah. Uh, for me, I would say maybe Ty Burrell. Honestly, okay. yeah, that guy was always cool on set. He would always joke around. He would always talk. He would always make everything funny. He would always make the set funny. Uh, him and Julie Bowen, actually they they were always, they were always great to be around. Always. Yeah,
2: I like that. I like that when my perception in my head is how they are in real life. That's dope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, celebrity who is not a good person. They could be, you know, there's people that are not cool into what you're doing, but <laughs> not a good person. Um, I think we, is it Julia, I guess?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could just keep going back to her all all day long. But no, I'll try and think of someone else. Go
2: ahead.
1: Um, I mean, I can't think of anyone that that I've seen, like, witnessed not be a good person when they don't know I'm there. Um, But I mean, like I said, again, the only really one of the worst encounters I had is with Nicole Kidman. But that's just because it was with me. You know, she could be a saint to to anyone else, like any other member of the public. Um, I don't know. Nobody comes to mind.
3: Um, yeah, for me, I mean, it's it's not really even one person in particular. I like to see, because you know, LA's riddled with homeless right now, and there's a lot of beggars on every single corner. And when you're on a follow, you see these celebrities pull up to these spots where people are begging for money. And I notice more times than not, the A-listers, the people that are the top of their game, the multi-multi-millionaires, they do not give money to these people. And everybody who's kind of underneath them, D listers, C listers, B
2: whatever. They always give money.
1: Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, like you yeah. always see the handouts out of the window. You know, yeah, like you see the hand come out of the window. Do, I mean, do
2: you feel like there's pressure though when there's a paparazzi behind you, car, and you know, and you're mm, like, God damn it, now I got to give money again? And they, never I they never do. They never do. That's the thing. By uh, you know, a homeless person today.
3: Yeah, they never, yeah. they never do though. And like, I, I mean, the person that's coming to mind right now. The two people that were my most recent was Annalyn McCord gave money. Uh, on her way to the airport one day. And uh Kate Beckinsale and Alessandro Ambrosio did not give money on their way to the gym.
1: And this 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 also makes me think of like one of the nicest celebrities that I've shot. This was uh like the guy didn't know I was I was working him, he had no idea I was there. It was Dick Van Dyke. It happened a couple of months ago. He went to the Bank of America. Drew out a bunch of money. I got photos of him leaving with, with wads of cash. And he went to the Malibu Labor Exchange, wound down his window, and was just handing out notes to everybody that was looking wow. for work. Yeah. That's cool. And he's 95, 96. You know, that guy's a legend. He's yeah.
2: going, cool. what am I going to do? I can't spend all this money. <laughs> right. Get, hand exactly. it out.
3: Jedi got some good dick pics that day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that um,
2: Wait, did you really? Who'd you get?
1: Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Oh,
2: I was like, what did you get someone else's dick picture? I didn't know to. Steven like, Dorf go to the beach again. Oh, that's um funny. place place where celebs go, and you're just not sure why.
3: Mm. Uh, Zuma Beach. <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where David Beckham went and was surprised we, we, we caught him and uh, we had a big fight. um yeah zuma beach it's the most patrolled beach in all of la all of malibu whatever and they go there and expect not to get seen
0: okay um the best celebrity to the fans who's the best celebrity that treats the fans the best the nicest
1: Mm, i mean oh yeah yeah who signs the most i'm trying to i'm trying to think of of
3: autographs and stuff
1: I mean, again... Um, like Shawn Mendes. Who? Shawn, Shawn Mendes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, like Paris back in the day would always take selfies with everybody and, and sign whatever anybody put out. I don't know about right now or the last couple of years with COVID going on whether anyone's got time for their fans. Um, yeah. I'm trying
3: to think of anybody. Recently. Yeah. I, I'm on a lot of movie sets too. And, you know, there's always fans that come up to people and stuff. And most of them are pretty cool with that it's i mean it really comes down to the level of celebrity they are and it seems like the higher level celebrity especially ones who have security or something like that they are the most standoffish to their fans um unless it's a completely controlled environment or something like that um but uh but anybody who's who's coming up or you know not quite quite white
2: Oh, sorry. I kind of lost your idea, though. Okay, my last question: Who has the coolest house out there? Like, you have seen so many celeb houses, who's got the best?
1: I mean, he's not a bona fide celeb, but Dan Bilzerian's is pretty sick. Like, you okay. can see it. You can see it across the canyon from like Aniston's, and that place is always like going off. Um, that's. The, I think that's the house that I'd want if if I could take any kind of celebrity house. Any, any
3: house that Jay Z rents especially in
2: Malibu. I will say that right
3: right? there. Yeah. Very point. Good
2: point. So, you know, obviously you guys have a very similar podcast. We've talked about going into the paparazzi world. If you were going to tell some of our listeners why they should come, like, listen, like give us an example of what they would hear if they, they tuned over to your podcast,
1: real stories from real Hollywood celebrities. Uh, Every week we talk about what we've been working, the pig, photographers sorry yeah we're not real (laughs) we're not celebrities Sorry, real real stories from real hollywood photographers um yeah every week we talk about what we've been working what we've shot um you know it gives people a taste of 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 our business our day-to-day you know it's it's exciting it every week is different
3: yeah same thing i mean we we started it it was it was actually another guy and i who started the podcast together um and we were just we would just sit around sometimes and, you know, either, you know, drink some beers or whatever and talk about our old days and, and, and stuff. And we thought this would be a good podcast. And then it evolved into, you know, uh, just what the public doesn't know about this kind of taboo business. And, um, and just to get the point across and get the, uh, get the knowledge to civilians, I call it, you know, um, just about what the business is all about and how we're not all stalkers. We're not all savages, and we're not all you know people that you need to hate or or love to hate or yeah whatever. it it, it, give,
1: um, it gives a friendly face to it, the business
3: exactly it gets it gets to know people like even um even uh the celebrities how they they talk about how you know they don't know us you know so that's why they're that's why they're afraid of us that's why they're afraid when people are following them because they don't know who we are well then talk to us then you know say something you, you know get to know us a little bit better um you know when 10 guys jump out i understand but if it's one guy why don't you just pull us, pull them aside and say, "Hey, you know what's up, man? How how are you doing?" Kate Beckinsale did that with me a long time ago. Sophia's done it with me, and they're still crazy, weird, afraid, and and uh, and standoffish about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's what you're going to get on our podcast. Um, but yeah, but we it seems like we're both doing the Lord's work out there. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I love it. I, I think yeah. I think people would truly enjoy your guys's podcast, and especially if they're listening to this one, I think that that is their wheelhouse. I mean, we you know we're, we're always saying we humanize Hollywood, we reveal that fourth wall, and it sounds like you guys are doing exactly the same thing. So it, it, yeah. it was fun to have you guys on. I, I appreciate you making some time. I know that you guys are busy, and you know tracking you down isn't always the easiest thing. So thank
1: you. No, thanks for having us. We, yeah, I, I mean normally in this
3: situation they, they would call this like a. Uh, a brother sister relationship. but let's just call this a brother, brother
1: relationship. You're you're our brother podcast. there you know? go. No, it's been fun. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: no, I love those stories. I think it's fun. It's interesting. It's here. It's interesting for me as a New Yorker to hear what the l a guys have to say, and they got great stories, man. It's but, funny. It's fun. like i i I hope. please let me know if you're not into paparazzi stories because I find them fascinating. I, I don't think, know.
2: I, I, I always I feel did. Like- we get the most reactions from people when it's a paparazzi. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know. That and bodyguards, <laughs> I feel like I get the most texts about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we get good texts when it's, like, a huge celeb. But I think the behind-the-scenes bodyguard paparazzi work, it, it, like, makes people salivate. Not only that, when you get a story about Julia Roberts' army crawling through Malibu, I mean, come on. That's gold. Who
0: knew Julia Roberts was so difficult and tough? Uh, that's I, I interesting. I didn't know. Yeah. That's wild, but uh, guys, if you uh, if you like this podcast, make sure you like and subscribe on the YouTube, on the uh, in, on the uh, Spotify, on iTunes. You could uh, leave a review. That's the best thing to do to support this podcast. If you leave a review, we'll read it live on air. You could find this whole video portion of this podcast on our YouTube page. We are on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on it all. YouTube. Uh, you can find me at, at Adam Glynn G L Y N. You can find Dax Holt at D X H O L T. And we'll see you guys next week. A
1: Hoodat Media Production.